everyone, it's Shelly here at Emerge Marketing Solutions. Thank you for joining in our faith journey. While the journey may feel long and tiring, know the effort is worth it. You will be transformed by God's word. We are being called to be a beacon of hope for many so that they might see God's love and forgiveness shining through us. I invite you to open your heart, love your neighbor, and enjoy the journey. Despite the harmful influences of our world, prepare to emerge strengthened, for it's in the little things and with God's love and guidance, we can change the world. Good morning, everyone. Wow, another day. We are on day 27 of our best Lent ever journey. The days are counting down now, and it's amazing to think, what is going to come? How will we rise on Easter? What will Holy Week be like? I know there's a lot of uncertainty right now, but I don't know about you, but I'm ready to get through the desert. I'm ready to get through this journey. Um, not that I haven't enjoyed it, but the anticipation of how we're going to come out stronger on the other end is very exciting to me. Um, and so that's where my mind is focused on uh, the resurrection. And um, unfortunately, we have to have the crucifixion before the resurrection. So uh, keep focused on that. Keep focused on um, God or Jesus rising uh, again to forgive our sins um, and save our, us from our, our sins. So let's begin in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, even when the journey becomes long, help to give us strength. Thank you for being there with us throughout this journey. We could have never imagined how this journey would go, the turns and, and winds uh, through the path that we have taken, uh, but we know that you are with us. So we ask that you continue to guide us, come into our hearts, help to open our hearts and minds to your word, and to help us to live more like you. Help us to love our neighbors as ourselves. Help us to forgive one another's and ourselves. And help us to develop that, that daily intentional prayer and, and routines that serve you rather than serve ourselves. So dear Lord, we ask that you come into our hearts today and be with us throughout this journey as we continue on toward the end of Lent. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, everyone. So today uh, is one of those days, Fridays, we typically um, uh, reflect on what we have talked about in the past week and kind of start to bring it all together. And we ultimately do that on, on Sunday and bring it all back together once again. Uh, but today, I think there's a lot of things that we've learned in this last week. Um, learned about the various different saints, and it's amazing to see how each of those things kind of fit hand in hand uh, as we go throughout the week. So let's start by going through each of the readings um, so that um, actually the responsorial psalm I thought was uh, spot on today. So it said, the Lord is close to the broken hearted. So again, the Lord is close to the broken hearted. So think about those times when you've been going through difficult times in your life. Um, maybe it's a struggle with finances, maybe it's sins that you have done, or maybe it is somebody who has sinned against you, or maybe it is somebody close to you who has passed away. Think about that in that the Lord is close to those who are brokenhearted. The, the people who need him most, he is there for. 
and they must call him into their lives. So then we read the verse. One does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes forth from the, word, from the mouth of God. So think about that. Just showing up to Mass or just partaking in the Eucharist um, or communion um, isn't enough. Just having the body and blood is not enough. We must invite the Word of God into our lives. And so that's the focus of this entire uh, faith journey that we have been doing so far, is to have that daily Word, the Gospel readings and, and the first and second lessons, so that we hear those and we invite that into our lives. And hopefully you're doing it towards the beginning of the day so that you can be thinking about that um, even ever so subtly as the day goes on. So as, as we invite that Word into our life, that is how it's going to transform us. We can start to make sure that our actions are focused more on following the word of God than focusing on those um, out, outside influences. So if we kind of switch our lifestyle of focusing more time on spending time with God deep in prayer, um, reflection, or, or simply just doing the readings, that can help us to have a, a more faith-filled life. So then as we move towards the gospel reading, um, one thing I read in there was that Jesus knew he was going to die, but he didn't want to die. So he stayed with the group. He stayed where he thought he would be safe. He tried to just blend in with others at the feast. Think about that. Do you sometimes do that? I know I do. Um, at times when you don't want to be called out to do something, uh, you don't want to be called on to take ownership of a project or something, you try to just blend in with those around you. Jesus knew that it was inevitable that he was going to die, but he thought that maybe by just blending in with the others, seeming like one of the others, it wouldn't have to happen. But that's what's different about God's word. When he's called us to do something, it will happen, and he knows that we're going to resist that. He knows that we're going to try to do things that, you know, push that out. So fill our lives with other, other things that keep us busy. Um, but he knows that we have heard the call. So despite the fact that we would rather just go back to our daily lives, especially after uh, this whole virus and, and pandemic, we'd, we'd prefer to just blend in with everybody else, go back to our daily lives. God has called us to change, though. And he has called each of us who are on this journey to be the, be the light that um, other people need to see. So we listen to that call, but don't go back to blending in with others. So we know that we are being called, but we'd rather just blend in with those around us so that we aren't ridiculed or persecuted for our actions. So how many of you have maybe been doing these readings, um, spending time doing that, or more deep in, in prayer, uh, or maybe you've been listening to these reflections, and then somebody from the outside has kind of called on you to do something, whether it's a spouse, whether it's a child, maybe you've gotten a phone call, um, or maybe you're looking at it on social media and you get distracted by scrolling through the rest of social media. So be thinking about that. If we're, if we're being persecuted by others or being called by others to, to waver from that path that we're on, that can be very distracting. And so how can we make sure that we are focused on continuing that path and we um, focus our time and our energy 
um, to continue on despite uh, all of the things happening in our world around us. So how can we make sure that we do that? Are you setting aside dedicated time to have that um, time with God? Are you thinking about how you can then take what you've learned there and spread that out into the world, into your own way? I've started to see many people doing this, and it's, it's so neat to see because each of you have a different way of sharing this um, through, your, through your lives, through your actions, and the different um, careers that you might have. You might be doing it through social media. You might just be doing it on a daily basis by making a phone call to somebody or writing a letter to someone. Um, but it's been really neat to see how this is transforming so many of you. But for the rest who have maybe either fallen off and haven't listened lately, um, haven't, haven't done your readings lately, um, or have simply gotten distracted by many of the other things that are going on in our lives, I'll be the first to admit, right now is crazy. Trying to balance work, kids at home, keeping homework going, um, trying to keep their faith up, and trying to just go about our daily lives as well, where we can spend our time outdoors, we can spend our times as a family and not feeling called to do all the things. How can we make sure that we are inviting those things that we've been learning about and talking about into our lives on a daily basis, whether or not we're getting persecuted for doing those? So when Jesus was at this feast, someone called him out and they started to wonder, when Christ comes, will we know him? Jesus said, like he is calling you today, you know me and know where I am from. I call you today to do my will because I come from God. So they all kind of were wondering, is this truly Jesus? Is this, is this the one sent from God or is this someone else? And how will we know when Jesus has truly come to save us? Do you wonder the same? Do you wonder whether or not we will recognize Jesus? I have to think that if we are faith-filled and that we are um, becoming in closer contact with God, we will, we will truly know when he has come, even if it may not be a physical presence that we can see and feel and touch. So, so long we simply do what God is calling us to do, despite what others say, do, or the way they may condemn our actions and the way they make us feel, we must continue on this journey. So let's reflect on a few of the things that we've talked about this week. On day one, on Monday, we talked about reform and how to, we need to reform our lives, that we are constantly changing. And if we get comfortable, that's, that's not okay in our faith. Our faith is actually calling us to be uncomfortable so that we continue to have that desire to want to know more. We kind of have that childlike innocence where um, we want to know more and we're constantly changing in our lives to become closer to God. Day two on Tuesday, we were called to live out the, the gospel. So what are our, we looked at what are our top 10 attributes that we have as a person, those gifts that God has given us, and what are we doing to help uh, invoke those, those attributes in a way that serves God and serves others and allows us to live our life to the fullest. On day three, on Wednesday, we talked about sacrifices, how we can make sacrifices, and are we willing to truly lay down our life so that others may rise up? Um, I think we learned about how, um, I want to say it's Maximilian Kolbe, 
um, how he laid down his life in the Holocaust so that others could continue to live their lives. Are we willing to do that? Are we willing to sacrifice the things in our daily lives so that others can have part of that faith journey as well, so they can come to know God as well? So day four on Thursday, yesterday was about truth, beauty, and goodness. And it's in those little things like Mother Teresa um, that we can share with others the truth, beauty, and goodness. It's as simple as that, guys. We don't have to totally reinvent something new or go out on a limb that is, that is so crazy and, and radical. But truly, it's just in the little things like a smile, a, a nice hello, um, a welcoming greeting um, when you see someone. Um, those little things show the beauty of the earth and help people to remember that we are human, but we can be kind to one another. And then finally, <clears throat> and another one that I wanted to add in there was the do it anyway. So just like Mother Teresa, despite the circumstances that she lived in, she was called to do it anyway. Despite what others around you are saying or doing, we are called to follow God. We are called to listen to him, not hide within the crowd, but to really start to rise up and stand up for him and, and for the love of our neighbors as ourselves. So as we reflect on these things, remember that it's not something totally radical or different. We're being called to change our lives, but it's, it's more so that we're recentering our focus on God. And so how can we do that in our daily lives? All right, as I close for today, it's Friday. Uh, enjoy your day out there and um, remember that God is with us on this journey. So let's finish in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, thank you for continuing on this journey with us. Thank you for coming into our hearts and thank you for being there for us as we face these uncertain times. Help grant us the peace and comfort in knowing that you are with us always and that by focusing our sight on you and doing our, all of our actions in your name, we can come together stronger on the other side of this Lenten journey, as well as this COVID-19 pandemic, and all other things that might stand in our way that seem like such huge ob obstacles to get through. But know that you are, help us to know that you are with us on that journey. Please, dear Lord, be with those who are in the medical fields and are the front lines of dealing with this pandemic, especially those in grocery services, um, especially those who are dealing with our direct food supply, whether it's farmers, veterinarians, and others, help to protect each of them so that they continue, can continue to provide for those needs that we have. But especially the medical staff, the researchers, and those who are fighting very hard to curb the effects of this uh, crazy virus. Dear Lord, we ask that you come into our hearts and help to spread your word among all people. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you, everyone. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you again bright and early tomorrow morning. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for wholeness and not for evil, to give you a future full of hope. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. Thank you for joining us on the Emerge podcast. We hope you enjoyed the journey and are prepared to emerge strengthened.